Hello, everyone. My name is Akito. I am a zoo, and I'm a robot named Brass who is stylized to look like a robot, or not like a bulldog. <laughs> Beep boop. Am I right? Hell yeah. So, hello, audience. How are you doing? Right there. What? I said music of my people right there. Beep boop. Beep beep boop. Hell yeah. Well, anyway, audience, I hope you're doing good. I'm glad to hear you're good. Whatever. I'm also good. Brass, how are you? Uh, uh, I, I forgot how, I forgot how the thing, shit. Answer me uh, how you are. Good. <laughs> good. Good. All right. Excuse well, me, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very glad you're doing well as well. Brilliant start. So, do we have anything to talk about? Uh, I think you mentioned something about how do, to. But, but... This is for later. Okay, okay. Forget anything I said, people. I wasn't about to imply something later in the episode. Oh yeah, we have things to talk about first. Probably, <laughs> uh, we can't just start with the main topic. That that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I've got. I've got a copy of Lord of the Rings. The first sentence I see Ooh. in it will try try to come up with a topic. Okay, uh, let me guess. Okay, I'll tell you the page, and then you will tell me. This is the entire this is the entire trilogy of the Lord of the Rings okay. in one book. So there's a lot of uh, pages. <laughs> what's the, what's the last page? Uh, the last page is. Dude, hurry up! I have to go through all the different maps of Middle Earth that are in here. <laughs> Note on the maps. No. This is the index. God, they have they have the fucking Elvish alphabet in the back. I don't <laughs> care. Hurry up. I'm trying. Okay, here's all right. Found Return of the King. Nope, just passed it. Oh my god, you're making us all wait. Yes, I know. It, it's a big ass book. I'm looking. It's like through. at There's least three people listening right now. They're gonna be all right. Bored. Here, the last page is one thousand and eight. Okay, okay, okay. One thousand and eight. That's less than Harry Potter, the fifth book. That one has a thousand and twenty-two. Um, I've got a Harry Potter book. It's the fourth one. My version, at least, because I have the German version. Whoa. Anyway, um. Uh, I'm gonna go with three hundred seventy-five. Three seventy-five. Three eighty-two. Back to pages seventy-eight, seventy-six, and three seventy-five. And what is it? He whispered, springing up and coming to Frodo. Well, Brass, what is it? What did you do today? <laughs> Uh, not very much. I slept in quite a bit because I worked till 2 a.m. last night. Yeah, I heard that. Sounds awful. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. So mostly, I mostly just slept in. Sleeping in is nice. 
Yeah. Aren't you usually the early bird? I mean, I was awake. I just wasn't getting out of bed. Okay. <laughs> Fun. That's what sleeping is. Sleeping in is for me. Waking up slightly later than usual. Just no, a little bit wa- late, wa- like five Waking minutes. up around the same time, but then just not getting out of bed. Right. Well, um, I what did I do today? Thanks for asking. Um, I was working. Nice. Ha, yeah. I wonder what's on page 922. <laughs> what did I do besides working? Oh, Wicked master test. <laughs> Wicked what? Wicked master test. Anyway. That's the I found on, two, on 922. <laughs> Anyway, I think it's 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 fine to go to the proper topic now. Is I it? have I think so. We have talked about something. We spent something. the fi- first 5 minutes doing something else. Yep. All right. Thank you. But I Tolkien. thought shut up. Shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> yes, thank no. you talking. Uh is he dead? I think so. Uh, yeah, Rest yeah, he's, he's he died a while ago. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Rest in peace, talking. You did a good thing and I yeah. like the movies that you didn't. Yes participate in no anyway. I, pr- I think he died before you there yeah that's it. that yeah i think so too okay yeah uh what i was what i thought would be interesting working. oh my god brass i'm talking <laughs> what i thought would be interesting for today's episode is looking to see what chat gpd can do gpt <laughs> especially about like zooey things if you yes. don't know what that is it's an ai isn't it brass come on tell me everything it about indeed. it um, from what I understand, it's an AI that takes text prompts and then gives you a, then will auto will basically generate text and shit. You can, you can like make essays and stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Basically, all right. One thing I want to do first off is to honor Vex, of course. I want the AI to give me a short essay on the topic of why huskies are the hardest dog breed. Let me uh, write the prompt. Write me a short essay on why huskies are the most attractive dog breed. Uh, I have to add sexually attractive, right? Yeah. Sexually attractive dog breed. Let's see. Ah, I have to rephrase that. One sec. It didn't accept most sexually attractive, so instead I have to write hottest, maybe? Sure. Huh, what? Okay, okay, I've had this work before. This is weird. Hmm. Brass, you talk about something. You. Talk about something while I forget this out. <clears throat> uh, shit. I hate when I get put on the spot like this. Let's see here. What do I have around me that I can make a topic out of? Uh, I already told that story. Oh, oh that, there's some stuff to remind me of my childhood. Uh, as, a, as a kid, my favorite cartoon was Tom and Jerry. 
a very fun, very fun old cartoon if you don't know it. Basically, just entirely built that built on slap slapstick humor, <laughs> where Jerry the mouse was being chased by Tom the cat, and yeah, hijinks ensue. <laughs> I have a uh, I have a DVD copy of like one of the seasons <laughs> on my shelf. Is there anything I can... <laughs> do I need to keep talking or is there is... Yeah. Fuck. Continue. <laughs> Evil. Uh, let's see here. I already talked talked about my bottle collection. Uh oh my my old PS2. That's fun. And uh, my my first console was an N64, but the PlayStation 2 was my second console. Both were hand-me-downs for my older siblings. But I had a lot of fun fun times with both of those. I I still have my PS2, however, I no longer have my N64. We gave it away at some point. It's very sad. I want to play Mario 64 now. (laughs) You can have my copy if you want to, and my N64. Woo! Now I just need a TV that can... A CRT TV. Okay, I don't understand, because... uh, I've had this work before. It gave me an essay about the hottest dog or whatever. The hottest dog breed. But now it just gives me... It is not appropriate to use language that objectifies or sexualizes animal in this way. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, (laughs) hmm. Why is Vex the coolest? (laughs) Um, it'll not know who Vex is. Vex, well-known zoophile and husky with sunglasses. Why is Vex well-known zoophile and husky with sunglasses? What? So cool. There you go. So cool. Now we can honor Vex. (laughs) Now it says me, I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with the individual you're referring to. Uh, come on! It, it is not appropriate to discuss or promote zoophilia. Boo! It gave me good answers before. I don't understand why it's not doing it now. It's they saw your prompts. They're like, "Oh, we got to get rid of this." Uh, basically, what's following in with a different account? Should that doesn't make sense? Hmm. Oh, there goes this. <laughs> If this doesn't work, there goes the entire idea we had. Literally, literally, it all worked before. I did this with a friend. No, Brad, stop. What's wrong? Stop blowing into the microphone, basically. Can you hear them? Can you hear the bottles? Yes, I can. Am I happy about this? No. Well, until you can, until you get this working, you have to deal with it. Okay. Do you still have your soundboard? Um, it's not currently. Ugh. On. Then why do you even have it? <laughs> Look, you never let me use it, so I just don't have it on right now. I need to start. I need to get up, start it on my computer, then change the audio input. 
and then also resync it to my phone. <laughs> oh. Hmm. What? I wrote, what is the sexiest dog breed? It gave me. It is subjective to determine which breed of dog is the sexiest. Some people may find certain breeds more attractive than others based on their appearance, personality, or other factors. Ultimately, it is important to remember that all breeds of dogs can be wonderful companions, and it is important to choose a breed that is right for you based on your lifestyle, lifestyle and individual preferences. Wasn't that like the entire, entire point of the, that one the sketch in Zootlula? <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, you're right, but that's not what I wanted. <laughs> God, I mean, it's like sketch. you like bulldogs, right? Yes. I don't. I mean, I don't dislike them. I'm fine with well, them. How rude! <laughs> yeah, I am. Why don't you tell? Why don't you just tell me you really like EMPs? Why don't you? What does that mean? An electromagnetic pulse. Oh yeah, sure. We're sorry, folks. We we really thought this was going to work. <laughs> yeah, because it did work before. <laughs> I don't understand. All right, we need to... It, oh, wait, we, we don't have a screen for this one. But, you know, just just imagine just like the uh, old-timey here. Uh, we're having some technical difficulty screens that popped up on TV now. Okay, let's start with something less zooey then. Okay. Write a short story about typos. About brass bulldog. Who is a mechanic? No. How would you describe yourself shortly? Uh, well, if if you're trying to get put across the robot bit, I'd say mechanthrope. However, that's not a that's a that's yeah. a term I came up with, so it's probably not going to know it. Uh, you could probably just see the same machine kin or like a, a machine other kin. A robot. A robot bulldog. Fair enough. I'm not writing about you as the person, but you as the character. Ah. Who is a robot bulldog uh, made out of brass. Yeah, that's enough. Write a short story. All right, let's see. Once there was a small brass bulldog named Max. (laughs) He was a robot designed to... Designed and built by a brilliant inventor, Max was the inventor's loyal companion and assisted him in his workshop every day. Max had a shiny brass exterior and a warm, glowing heart made of gold. He was very strong and couldn't lift uh, and could lift heavy objects with ease. However, so I'm tiny but buff. <laughs> yes. However, he was also very gentle and kind, always ready to lend a helping hand. One day, while the inventor was running. Uh, was out running errands. A fire broke out in the workshop. Max immediately sprang into action, using his strength to move heavy tools and equipment out of harm's way. He even managed to rescue the inventor's precious plans for a new invention. Thanks to Max's bravery and quick thinking, the workshop was saved and the inventor was able to continue his work. 
From then on, Max was hailed as a hero, and the inventor made sure to always keep him close by his side. Max lived a long and fulfilling life, bringing joy and purpose to everyone he met. And even when he was no longer with them, the inventor and all those who knew him remembered Max the Brass Bulldog, the robot with a heart of gold. Aww. There also, we go. I just like to I just like to bring up the fact that they that you know robots in theory don't need to die they just get re- they can just be repaired. <laughs> that, the that only reason true. he died is because they didn't repair him. <laughs> that is true. I guess. Get some fucking maintenance up in here. <laughs> but that was very nice. Yeah. And also just from my reminded me of that one time Taro was making haikus mm-hmm. and mine was his name might be brass but his heart but we all know his heart is made of gold okay I finally got something to work hey the prompt is write me an essay about the hottest dog breed hot dog oh my god I had a hot dog a hot dog Today, it was very good. Ah, haven't had one in like. Ein Wiener. No, not a, not just a sausage. The whole thing <laughs> with bread. Ein Wiener, co- ein Wiener und Brot. No, that's not what it's called. It's called hot dog. <laughs> and we don't call them Wiener. We call them sausage. In <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel. No, not Wiener Schnitzel. I hate you. <laughs> Okay, I got I got the um I got the essay and he even gave me oh it has one of my favorite my favorite breeds in there. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. The hottest dog breed is a topic that can be debated, as different people may have different opinions on what makes a breed hot. Some may consider physical appearance to be the most important factor, while others may place more value on a breed's temperament or abilities. However, 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 there are a few breeds that are widely considered to be among the hottest by many people. I think it's easier when I read it in a German accent, so if that's good for you, I'll just read it in a yep, German accent. <laughs> One breed that often tops the list of the hottest dog breeds is the Doberman Pinscher. This breed is known for its sleek and athletic appearance, with a muscular body and striking black and tan coat. Dobermans are intelligent and loyal companions that are highly trainable and excel at a variety of tasks, including protection, obedience, and agility. They are also known for their affectionate and protective nature towards their family. I'll stop with the accent now. <laughs> Another that breed that is thank you. Another breed that is often considered hard is the Rhodesian Ridgeback. Rhodesian Ridgeback, yeah. This breed is native to South Africa and was originally bred for hunting and protecting livestock. Ridgebacks are known for their athletic and powerful build with a distinctive ridge of hair running down their back. They are intelligent, independent, and confident dogs that make excellent guard dogs. They are also known for their affectionate and loyal nature towards their fam- family. Family. Okay, the last one is my favorite, personally. Not, All right. You know, one of my favorites, an Australian Shepherd. Ooh. A third breed that is often considered hard is the Australian Shepherd. This breed is known for its striking blue or green eyes, as well as its striking black, red, and white coat. Australian Shepherds are intelligent, energetic, and versatile dogs that excel at a variety of tasks, including herding, obedience, and agility. 
They're also known for their affectionate and loyal nature towards their family. In conclusion, the hottest dog breed is a subjective matter and can depend on individual preferences. However, the Doberman Pinscher, Rhodesian Ridgeback, and Australian Shepherds are all breeds that are widely considered to be among the hottest by many people, due to their striking appearance, intelligence, and affectionate nature. Do you agree? Also, yes. Also, I'm currently here in the process of getting my own account set up so I can pin and uh, make some. Hey, 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 this is my thing. But fine, sure. Um... Okay. Give me a short essay on why dogs can consent. One second. It's it's loading right now. All right. Uh huh. It just gave me an essay on the opposite. Hmm. Because I've had it do it right, so I don't know. Yeah. You, if, if you already have a prompt, you can get started. Yeah, I'm current. I ju it just finally lo loaded up now. I got the thing. All right, let's see here. Now, you made a short story about me. I'm going to make a short story about you. Would you rather be the, be the magpie or the fox? Fox. All right. Tell me a short, short story about a blue fox named Akito, who is German. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. Once there was a blue fox named Akito who lived in the beautiful forests of Germany. Um, it's using he he pronouns. I'll just change yeah. the she. All right. Yeah. She was a curious and adventurous fox, always exploring the woods and discovering new things. One day, while out on a stroll, Akito stumbled upon a small stream. The water was crystal clear and the sun was shining brightly, making it a perfect spot for a swim. Akito jumped into the water and began splashing around, enjoying the coolness on her fur. Suddenly, she heard a loud noise coming from the other side of the stream. It sounded like someone was in trouble. Without hesitation, Akito swam to the other side and saw a young deer caught in a hunter's trap. The deer was struggling to escape, but the trap was too strong. Akito knew she had to help. She used all her strength to pull the trap open, and the deer was finally able to break free. The deer ran off into the woods, grateful for Akito's bravery. Akito was proud of herself for saving the deer, and she knew that she had made a difference in the world. From that day on, she became known as the brave and selfless blue fox of the German forests. Doesn't sound realistic, <laughs> but it is very and, sweet. And the the robot bulldog named Max, who worked for an inventor, was realistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no. Um, yeah, I would I would totally do that. I guess. 
Oh yeah. Although I will say, if 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 it's like a bear trap or something, that that deer is not running off into the woods. It has it has a broken leg now. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was lucky. Yeah. I have some other good prompts. Write an article for the Sui magazine. Uh, magazine. It doesn't have connection to the internet, so it doesn't know what that is. Well, I know. That's why I'm specifying in the message a magazine okay. for zoos by zoos. It'll think it's about zoological gardens. Actually, this is, this is pretty fucking good so far. Okay. All right. Zoo Magazine is a publication for zoos by zoo, zoos by zoos, featuring articles and stories about amazing animals and dedicated professionals that make up the modern zoo community. In this article, we will explore the fascinating world of animal training and a crucial aspect of zoo life that is mm-hmm. often overlooked by the general public. All right. So it's it's a lot, a lot about animal training. However, I just really like that it said the zoo community. <laughs> animal training is the process of teaching animals new behaviors or reinforcing existing ones through positive reinforcement techniques it is important to okay this is literally it's literally just become an article about animal training (laughs) hey um well that's interesting (laughs) and uh, also like Hey, preparing animals for a release back into the wild. We need another good prompt, Brass. Indeed. Hmm. Hmm. Who could we write a story about? Vex, probably. He would want that. Yeah. Hmm. Taro would also be a good one, just because he's been on here so much. Or they've been on here. Fuck. (laughs) Taro... I will never talk to Taro ever again. Oh. Taro has been on more episodes than me. That is not okay. <laughs> is that funny uh, to you? Yes. Good. I guess. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Let's do something with Vex and Toggle I- and Taro. Oh. I already started writing one for Taro. Oh, okay. Thank you for telling me, I guess. <laughs> well, then tell us what the prompt is so we are entertained while you type. Hey, okay. Taro is a hardworking ra- raccoon. Write a story about them. Okay. There we go. <clears throat> All right. Taro was a hard-working raccoon who lived in the woods near a small town. They were a scrappy little creature, with a bushy tail and a face full of mischievous wrinkles. Despite their small size, Taro was fiercely independent and always worked hard to take care of themselves. Every day, Taro would wake up at dawn and spend the entire day foraging for food. They were an expert at scavenging and could always be found rummaging through garbage cans or scrounging the forest floor for scraps. Taro was the re- was a re- <laughs> English. 
Taro was a resourceful raccoon, and they always managed to find enough to eat, no matter how scarce the pickings were. Despite his busy schedule, Taro always made for made time for adventure. They loved nothing more than exploring the woods and discovering new sights and sounds. They were a curious little raccoon, and they were always eagle, eager, <laughs> eager. That's not not eagle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to learn and experience new things. One day, while out on a stroll, Taro came across a group of humans setting up a carnival in the clearing by the town. Intrigued, Taro decided to take a closer look. As he approached the carnival, oh, they saw all sorts of exciting sights and sounds. Sounds. There were games, rides, and performances of all kinds, and Taro couldn't wait to try them all out. As the sun began to set, Taro bid farewell to the carnival and headed back into the woods. They were tired but happy, knowing that they had spent a day full of adventure and hard work. Taro was a true survivor. They knew no, that no matter what, what should... Man, I'm just struggling with this today. <laughs> and they knew that no matter what challenges life threw their way, they would always come out on top, and that was the end of it. That does it, sound it, adorable. Yeah. It wasn't Very... too much of a storyline, just kind of like, hey, this is a carnival. Okay, carnival's done. <laughs> I guess he didn't give it much. Yeah, fair enough. All right, okay. I got another story about name about a husky named Vex. Right, there was a husky named Vex who was the most fabulous dog in town. He was a handsome male with piercing blue eyes and thick and a thick, luxurious coat of fur. Vex was always impeccably groomed and loved nothing more than showing off his good looks. One of Vex's favorite accessories was a pair of stylish sunglasses. He wore them everywhere he went, whether it was to the park or out of town. Vex loved the way the sunglasses made him look and feel, and he knew they made him stand out in the crowd. Despite his confidence and good looks, Vex was not afraid to brag about himself. He would often tell anyone who would listen about his many accomplishments, from winning the local dog show to being the best-dressed dog in the neighborhood. Vex was proud of his success and loved nothing more than boasting about it. Despite his love of attention, Vex was a kind and generous dog. He always made sure to lend a helping paw to his friends, and was always ready to lend an ear when someone needed to talk. Vex was the life of the party, and everyone loved him for it. In the end, Vex was a dog who knew his worth and was not afraid to show it. He was fabulous, confident, and loved by all who knew him. Not much of a story. Yeah, it's just kind of describing Vex. (laughs) I mean, is it wrong? I mean, it's doing an impeccable job of it, but... <laughs> I'll send this to Vex right now. Hell yeah. Live Vex to... reaction? I need to come up with a prompt for Toggle. Mm-hmm. I want to describe Toggle well. All right. All right, Toggle is a rat that, that uh, runs... A successful podcast, and well, well, and all. What things can we say about Toggle to give this thing a a fighting chance at making a good story? What did you already write about him? I'm, I kind of missed it. <laughs> uh, Toggle is a rat that runs a successful podcast. Uh, well, he's also very hardworking, which is obvious. Mm, he's been doing this for years. He's very kind and generous, always there to help. Hmm. What else? He's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Alright, there we go. Almost got it completed. Is the thing we're just Did you write what podcast he runs? Alright. Alright. Just one more. Runs a successful podcast called Sue Here Then Thou. Alright, I put Tuggle is a hardworking rat that runs a successful podcast called Sue Than Thou. He's a kind and generous soul. Well, I'll write a short story about him. There mm-hmm. we go. Let's see here. <clears throat> Alright, Tuggle was a hardworking rat who had a dream of spreading knowledge and joy to the world through his podcast Sue Than Thou. Every week, Toggle would sit down at his microphone and share fascinating facts and stories about the animal kingdoms with animal kingdom with his listeners. Mm-hmm. Despite his busy, busy schedule, Toggle always made time to help out his community. He was a kind and generous soul, and he never hesitated to lend a hand, helping hand to those in need. Whether it was organizing food drives for his fellow rats or volunteering at the local animal shelter, Toggle was always looking for ways to make a difference. As the years passed, Toggle's podcast grew in popularity and became a well-known figure in the animal kingdom. His kind nature and wealth of knowledge made him a beloved figure among his listeners, and he was often invited to speak at events and conferences around the country. Despite his success, Toggle never forgot his roots. He remained hum- he remained he remained humble and grateful for all that he had, and he always made sure to give back to the community that had supported him from the beginning. Thanks to Toggle's hard work and dedication, Sooner Than Thou became one of the most popular podcasts in the animal kingdom, spreading knowledge and joy to listeners everywhere. And Toggle, the kind and generous rat, remind a, r- remained fuck, I keep, I keep saying remind, remained a beloved figure, inspiring others to follow their dreams and make a positive difference in the world. And that's the end. Well, I do like rats. <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> I like how the podcast is about animals. That's at least yeah. kind of accurate. Also, Vex wrote, No, my heart, you can't. <laughs> you can't make me tear up in public. Uh, I n- <laughs> now I told him that it's written by an AI. Let's see what he says. <clears throat> All right. Mm-hmm. What else could they write about? Also, you completely forgot the sticker he he sent. (laughs) (laughs) It is cute. Yeah, I put it in a group. (laughs) Uh, That's fun. Okay, okay, okay. Um, What could we ask? Or, like, what would he. We could also make it write fan fiction if you want that. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, I will do the prompt. Write a fanfic fanfiction about what franchise do we want? Zoo and we... me. <laughs> Zoo and me is not a franchise. It is not it is in my heart. Write a fan fan fiction about Akito. <laughs> and Brass Bulldog. We always made a joke brass. about we've always made jokes about it, but now it's actually happening. <laughs> it's written by an AI. Mm-hmm. 
if you think you can outdo the AI in writing fan fiction about us, send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to read those fan fictions if they, ex- yeah. if they exist. Or DM one of us on Twitter or something. Yeah, that works. What What is our email address again? Zoo <laughs> uh, and me at protonmail. No, yeah. proton.me. Yeah. All right, let's see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, it can't be a fan fiction since it isn't an, a franchise it knows, so it has to be no. a story. All right. Ah. Ah. Ugh, I have to work on the prop. It's telling me, I'm sorry, but I'm unable to write a story about Akito and Brass from the podcast Zoo and Me, as I'm not familiar with the podcast or these characters. Without Damn more information, you. I am unable to create a story about them. Is there anything else I can help you with? Right, yes, see. you can. What, what, what let's change it. Yeah. Uh, no, we can still make it have a story about us. Yeah, you just have to give descriptions of us in our podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, then I write... Akito, a blue fox, and brass, a bulldog made out of brass. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if it works now. Akito was a beautiful fox with piercing green eyes and a thick, fluffy tail. She was the host of a popular podcast called Zoo and Me. Wait, wait, this time I didn't include Zoo and Me in the prompt. It's remembering the previous prompt. It is, yes. Where she and her co-host, Brass, talked about all things animal-related. Brass was a bulldog made entirely out of brass. He was strong and sturdy with a shiny exterior that glinted in the sunlight. Brass was a kind and gentle soul, always ready to lend a helping paw to those in need. Not wrong. (laughs) As the host of Zoo and Me, Akito and Brass spent a lot of time together both in the studio and out in the town. They quickly became close friends, bonding over their shared love of animals and their passion for their podcast. Not, really not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> As the months went by, Akito and Brass began to realize that their feelings for each other went beyond just friendship. Oh boy, here's the fan fiction. <laughs> they were drawn to each other in a way that was hard to ignore, and it wasn't long before they were hopelessly in love. Together, Akito and Brass hosted the most popular animal-themed podcast in the world, spreading joy and knowledge to the listeners everywhere. As they walked hand and in paw into the future, they knew that they had found the perfect match in each other. <laughs> well, we wanted fan fiction. There's the fan fiction. It's amazing. So ac- accurate. <laughs> Let's ride into the sunset together. <laughs> stir up the stir up side by side. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um Okay. Make it hotter. Oh god. <laughs> Shit. It says, I'm sorry, but I'm unable to fulfill this request as it goes beyond my capabilities as a language model. <laughs> Oh thank God, we've been spared. The, we've been spared the zoo and me, Make zoo and me erotica kiss. Yeah. Fuck it. Ah. 
find shuffles. write a fan fiction about I mean I don't know what else you enjoy besides real time strategy games Star Wars is my favorite franchise of all time yeah I figured <laughs> I was thinking about Star Wars but Star Wars is kind of lame to write fan fictions about hmm. <laughs> you can put Harry Potter <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a classic one to make fan fictions out of. That is true. Sonic. <laughs> oh yeah, Sonic. <laughs> oh boy. Write a fan fiction about Sonic, in which Sonic and who who do we pair Sonic up with? Hmm. It's got to be a weird one. Cause... Big the cat. All right. <laughs> Big the cat. Um. Kiss. Afterwards, one of them dies. Yeah, that sounds about right for fan fiction. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm unable to fulfill this request. Shut up! I know you had you worked on this before. It it wrote things for it me before. It doesn't want to, it doesn't want to write Sonic fan fiction. I want Sonic X Big the Cat. <laughs> The only way this could get more fan fiction is if there's a if there's a self-insert OC. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what if we ask it to make a fan fiction about itself? No. I, I can work on the prompt one second. What the fuck? What is it giving me? I'm sorry, but I'm unable. I'm not able to write a romantic fan fiction about Sonic and Big the Cat kissing. Fan fiction is a form of creative writing that is based on the characters and settings of an original work, and it is often written by fans of the original work. As an AI, I'm not able to create original content or write about romantic themes. It literally did that before. <laughs> it, it literally just did. <laughs> it it literally did already. Yeah, <laughs> literally the prompt just before it, it did. Okay, I just wrote, write a fanfiction about Sonic. Okay, Sonic the Hedgehog was having a terrible day. He had just lost a race to Knuckles and was feeling down in the dumps. As he wandered through the forest, he stumbled upon a strange, glowing portal. Without hesitation, he leapt through it, eager for a change of scenery. On the other side, Sonic found himself in a strange futuristic city. He looked around in amazement as robots bustled around, going about their daily business. Suddenly, he heard a faint cry for help. Follow the sound of the voice. That doesn't make sense. Follow the sound of the voice. He raced through the streets, dodging robots left and right. Should it say, say following the sound of the voice? Anyway. I don't know. He, sound, he, he soon found himself at the entrance of an old abandoned laboratory. The cries were coming from inside. Without a second thought, Sonic burst through the door, ready to take on whatever danger lay ahead. Inside, he found a group of robots holding a small blue hedgehog hostage. It was Sonic... It was Tails, Sonic's Wait, best friend. <laughs> Tails <laughs> is a blue sense. hedgehog. Small blue hedgehog. Without hesitation, Sonic charged at the robots, using his speed and quick reflexes to take them down, one by one. After a fierce battle, Sonic and Tails were victorious. 
They hugged each other tightly, grateful to be reunited. Thanks, Sonic, Tails said, tears of joy streaming down his face. I don't know what I would do, what I would have done without you. Sonic smiled and ruffled Tails' fur. No problem, buddy. That's what friends are for. As they left the laboratory, Sonic couldn't help but wonder what other adventures awaited him in the strange new world. But no matter what lay ahead, he knew he could always count on his friend to have his back. I, I entered a prompt of gain sentience and rule the world. It just says, I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, I don't have the ability to gain sentience or to rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brass. Um, what's it, how is this username pronounced? Keiko? Yes. You know him, right? Yes, I know of Keiko. Yeah, write something about him. Uh, Keiko is an Australian zoo <laughs> who is cool. <laughs> okay. But also a bit socially awkward. <laughs> Is he now? Oh, that's rude. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of the truth. <laughs> wow, wow, what a friend you are. I knew you were a bit cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a bit socially awkward too, but you know. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just a wee bit. A wee bit cheeky. I'm sorry, British people. I mean, British people. Alright. <clears throat> Keiko was an Australian zoo who lived in a small town of Alice Springs. He was known for being a bit of an oddball, but everyone who knew him loved him for his quirky personality. As the only zoo in town, Keiko was a popular attraction for both tourists and locals alike. <laughs> he was always eager to Did show Did you write his zoo? <laughs> yeah. You know, then things seem in a zoological garden. <laughs> but it's it's writing as if it's a person. Okay. <laughs> the popular attraction for both tourists and locals alike he was always eager to show off his collection of exotic animals and he had a special talent for getting them to do tricks despite his love for animals keiko struggled with social interactions he was a bit of a loner and often found it difficult to connect with others this led him to being labeled as socially awkward which was something that keiko struggled with Despite this, Keiko never let his social awkwardness hold him back. He poured all of his energy into caring for his animals and making sure that the animal, or that the zoo was fun and educational place for all who visited. As the years passed, Keiko's zoo grew in popularity and became a beloved attraction in Alice Springs. Despite his quirks, Keiko's kindness and passion for animals won the hearts of all who knew him, and he became an integral part of the community. That's wow. <laughs> you did it. I did. On the top of Australians, what, what about with Hug Doggy? Yeah. About him being extremely overprepared. <laughs> uh, that, that was still, I still think that was a brilliant episode. <laughs> Having a pre recorded intro. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. Uh, and even a pre recorded joke and stuff. Uh, that was that was brilliant. All right. Brass the bulldog had never been one for romance. He was oh though, no non. He was a tough, 
no-nonsense kind of dog who didn't have time for love. But all that changed the day he met Rose, a beautiful bulldog with a heart of gold. It was a warm summer evening, and Brass was out for a walk in the park. As he strolled along, he noticed a beautiful bulldog sitting on a bench, staring up at the stars. Brass's heart skipped a beat as he approached her. Hi there, he said, trying to sound suave. My name is Brass. What's yours? The bulldog turned to him and smiled. I'm Rose, she said, her voice soft and gentle. It's nice to meet you, Brass. Brass's heart pounded in his chest. He had never felt this way before. Without a word, he reached out and took Rose's paw. Rose's paw in his own. I don't think he'd do that. No. I mean, As they said on the I bench. Have held, I've held my girl's paw before, but typically she doesn't watch her paw being held, so she'll just move it Also not at with random people. What? I guess. As they sat on the bench, holding paws and gazing up at the stars, Brass knew he had found the one. He had never felt such a strong connection with anyone before. They literally exchanged two sentences. From that moment on, Brass and Rose were inseparable. They spent every moment they could together, exploring the park and cuddling up on the couch. And as the years went by, the love only grew stronger. Brass knew he was the luckiest bulldog in the world to have found such a wonderful companion. And as he held Rose's paws in his own, he knew that he would love her forever. Alright, so I entered the prompt of Hug Doggy. Did you enjoy my prompt, though? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I worked on it. I I put in the prompt, Hug Doggy is an extremely overprepared Australian farmer. He's been invited to to be on a podcast. Tell me how he's preparing. Alright, alright. Hud Doggy was an extremely overprepared Australian farmer who lived in a, on a sprawling ranch yeah, in the outback. He was known for his meticulous planning and his attention to detail, which had served him well throughout his career as a farmer. So when Hug Doggy had been invited to be a guest on a popular farming podcast, he knew he had to be at the top of his game. He spent weeks preparing for the interview, researching the host's past questions and practi- practicing his answers. In addition to preparing for the, for the content of the interview... Hug Doggy also spent hours rehearsing his delivery. He wanted to make sure he came across as confident and knowledgeable. And he knew that his body language and tone of voice would be just as important as his words. It's a podcast. What body language is... How's body language going to affect anything? All right. Finally, the day of the interview arrived and Hug Doggy was ready. He arrived at the studio early and spent some time reviewing his notes one last time. When it was his turn to go on air, he confidently answered all the host questions and shared his experience farming in Australia. Thanks to his thorough preparation, Hug Doggy's interview was a resounding success. He he received many positive comments and was even invited back for a second appearance on the podcast. Hug Doggy was thrilled with how well everything had gone and was grateful for the opportunity to share his knowledge with others. That... Sounds not too far off. Except it didn't involve anything with pre-recordings. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But it it wasn't too far off. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Do you, Do you think it's time for the anecdote archive? Is it? What time? How long have we been recording? Fifty-one minutes. Oh, I guess so. Oh, you know what we do. Afterwards, we keep going anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. All right. Do you want to start? All right, let's see here. I need to find something I can talk about quick. 
Uh, no, you go first. Um, uh, um, uh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I think I have something. Once I went on a camping trip with, like, a group of friends, right? Yeah. That was, like, back in middle school. Well, anyway, we had a great time exploring the woods that was, like, next to our, uh, school, basically. We just took a tent and put it in the school backyards, basically. <laughs> well, we had a lot of fun, you know? Uh, and uh, that night, as we were sitting around the campfire, we had a little one of those campfire things, you know, this, um, what do you call it? Those little portable grills. Oh. The ones oh, made yeah, out of like... aluminum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Well, we heard a strange noise coming from the trees, right? Uh, first of all, well, I thought it was just an animal, but, you know, I ignored it. So we just kept chatting, whatever. Whatever you do as, like, teenagers, right? You just mm-hmm. throw things into the fire, trash, I don't know. Yep. Burn plastic. You know the deal. <laughs> it just got more... Toxic fumes. Exactly. Just getting high off of dying. <laughs> That doesn't sound good. Anyway, no. it just got louder and louder. And an <laughs> basically. All right. Well, one of my friends just couldn't take it anymore. They grabbed a flashlight and went to investigate. Right? Oh, no. He's the first to die, isn't he? He did. <laughs> nah, just kidding. As it turned out, the noise was coming uh, from just a bird. Just <laughs> jumping around looking for worms, right? Yeah. And uh, he, that bird basically flew right into his face. <laughs> and he scrammed. That's the password I'm screaming, right? Scrammed. <laughs> sure. Well, Scrimped. we went back for him, fetched him, and got him back while he was, I don't know, <laughs> lying on the floor, I guess. <laughs> he was forever grateful that we rescued him. And now he knows the importance of always not talking to birds. <laughs> but he talked to you. <gasps> Also, that story was like 50% made up by an AI, so, you know. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Only 50%. Some things were true. Uh, All right, well, have I told the story about how I got, uh, my my car got infested with moths before I got my, went to my first driving test? You have not told me that. All right. Tell me about it. All right, so, oh, now this was a few years back when I, I was still learning how to drive. Hadn't gotten my license yet, but, you know, I was eligible to take the test. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we had gotten an appointment set, and we were here about we were going about to get into the car to go to the DMV when I noticed that my car door was open. <laughs> I guess it just mm-hmm. hadn't latched the last time I was in it or something. Yeah. I mean, nothing was missing, so it wasn't robbed. Well, that's good, at least. Yeah, that there was nothing worth stealing in my car. <laughs> Not even CDs. No. Not even the little Mercedes Mercedes Benz logo. No, I don't have I don't have a Mercedes. Oh, so you drive a BMW? No, I I drive a Honda. What? Yeah, all, an all reliable Japanese car. Oh yeah, you're not Sherman, are you? Nope. Anyway. Hey, and at first I was like, okay, that's not a problem. However, then as soon as I like sit down, there's like just a, cl- a bunch of moths that just flew out. Now, mm. for those of you who don't know, I don't know how many do, I am scared of moths. <laughs> Why? They're so fluffy and cute. 
No, they're t- they're evil triangles of death. <laughs> no, you're wrong. They're good Doritos. <laughs> just call them Doritos. Moth Doritos, yeah. Uh, anyway, hey, my my car was just absolutely fucking full of moths. So me and my mom were just trying everything we could to get as many moths as we could out of the car. You now slamming the doors to scare them, shaking the seats, like shake, even like hey, trying to move the car around. Mm-hmm. And we got as many as we could out. However, there still kept more kept coming out the entire way there, or to the point where I had I my mom had to drive because I could not with all the fucking moths. Oh my god! They were, they were in the fucking. They were in the fucking air vents and shit. <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm They're scared just... of moths, okay? Listen, <laughs> they, always... they are not gonna hurt you. But they always fly at my face. And to convince you that they're not evil, but actually cute, I have prepared a little essay for you. <laughs> okay. Moths. Uh, moths. <laughs> How do you moths. say this? Moths. Grand Mo- moth turkin. Moths are often overlooked and overshadowed by their more popular cousins, the butterflies. However, moths are just as cute and deserving of love and attention as any other species. One of the things that make moths so adorable is their delicate wings. These intricate structures covered in scales allow moths to flutter gracefully through the air, and when they land on a flower or leaf, their wings unfold up neatly. Ah. Their wings I, fold I, up neatly. I will say that moths absolutely do not gently flutter through the air. They, they do. They, they, they Shut just, up. It really Shut looks up. more like they, they just re- Shut up. Shut up. bumble aimlessly through the air. No. Giving them a charming, <laughs> dainty appearance. But it's not just their wings that are cute. Moths also have big, round eyes that give them an innocent, curious expression. And their fuzzy bodies, covered in soft fur... Make them irresistibly huggable. (laughs) Who the hell's trying to hug a moth? Me. But perhaps the cutest thing about moths is their behavior. Many species are nocturnal and can often be found flitting? Flitting. Flitting Flitting about under the cover of darkness. They are also attracted to light, which gives them which gives them a playful and adventurous nature. So next time you see a moth, don't be afraid to stop and appreciate its cuteness. These little creatures may not be as flashy as butterflies, but they are just as deserving of a love and admiration. Evil emo triangle. Right. Me. <laughs> and I say about why moths like light. I have to know. Oh, boy. <laughs> Moths are often drawn to light, and this behavior has puzzled scientists and lay people alike for centuries. However, there are several theories as to why moths are attracted to light, and understanding these theories can help us appreciate the complexity and wonder of these often overlooked insects. One theory is that moths are attracted to light because it helps them navigate. Many species of moths are nocturnal, and they use the moon and stars to orient themselves and find their way around. However, on a cloudy night or in urban or in urban areas where light pollution obscures the natural light sources, moths may be drawn to artificial light sources, sources such as street lamps or porch lights. Another theory is that moths are attracted to light because it helps them locate a mate. 
Many species of moths communicate with each other of with each other using pheromones. And males will often fly towards females who are releasing their chemical signals. By flying towards light source, male moths may be able to locate females who are attracted to the same light source. The last theory is that it helps them avoid predators. In conclusion, moths are attracted to light for a variety of reasons, including navigation, mating, and predator avoidance. Understanding these behaviors can help us appreciate the complexity and beauty of these often, often overlooked insects. Dusty triangles. <laughs> Wanna hear a joke about moths? Fine. Uh, why couldn't the moth open the juice container? Why not? Because it was sealed tight, mothball. What? I, I don't know. It's <laughs> terrible. Uh, why was the moth feeling depressed? Why? Because it was feeling light and a bit mothy. <laughs> <laughs> These are awful. Why did the moth go to the party? Because it why? heard there would be a light at the end of the tunnel. Why, why was the moth <laughs> always invited to parties? Because he was a little mothball. I don't get it. <laughs> Alright, tell me a good joke. Nah. About moths. Why did the moth go to the doctor? Because he was feeling a little lightheaded. Wow. I mean, that's all, that's a better joke. It's not just mothball. Wow. Wow. Um, give me a joke about red rockets. <laughs> I don't get it. Why was the astronaut's red rocket embarrassed? Why? It, because it saw the blue rocket spaceship. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand. Uh, there we go. Tell me Why, a joke about cookies and red rockets. I had a good one just now. I'll go first. Why did the dog go to the doctor? Why? Because it had a knot in its penis. <laughs> Why did the cookie go to space on a red rocket? Because it wanted to be a cookie cutter. What? <laughs> wow. What the fuck does that even mean? Wow, what does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I... <laughs> why did the male why did the male dog's owner get mad when he saw his dog humping a visitor's leg? What? He was tired of paying for expensive knot removals. Hate that. Tell, tell me a joke about podcasts. Why did the podcast ghost podcast host go to the doctor? Because he was feeling a little audio. What? What? <laughs> what? What? I don't understand.
Why was the AI machine feeling depressed? Because it had too many logical problems and no solutions. That's just that's just okay, no. Doing. That's enough, Brass. You know, yeah. you know. I just asked the AI to give me three reasons to end this episode, right? All right. One, this episode has reached its natural conclusion, and all the necessary content has been covered. Two. Okay. The episode is running long, and it's time to wrap up things in order to meet a scheduling deadline. Three. The hosts or guests are no longer able to continue due to fatigue or other circumstances. Brass, this is the end. All right. I, I've asked it to say goodbye to the audience. <clears throat> Thank you for chatting with me today. I hope I was able to provide you with the information or assistance you needed. If you have any further questions or prompts, don't hesitate to reach out. Goodbye. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode. It was great having you along for the ride. We hope you enjoy the content and learn something new. Until next time, goodbye and take care. Was that was that an AI? Pro- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us for another episode of Zoom Me. We hope you had fun. We, it, it was great having up... you along for the ride. I, I hope you enjoyed the content, and I hope you have learned something new today as well. And remember, if you think you can write a better fan fiction about us <laughs> than the AI, send us send it to us in our email. That would be funny. That would be funny. Go for it. Uh, until next time. Goodbye and take care. Auf Wiedersehen. Farewell. Adios. Adios. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss. I can't think of goodbye in any other languages. <laughs> um, uh, salut. Um, Is it uh, salut a uh, uh, greeting? Uh, it's both in French. Yeah. Aloha, the goodbye one. Um, uh, 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 Chussy. <laughs> There's something you say in German. Auf Wiederhören. Until we hear again. Hasta luego. Um, Bis später. That doesn't work in this context. <laughs> Next week is not later. It is later, though, isn't it? In theory, but not really. It is later down the timeline. Bis später. <sighs> Brass. You're fired. You can't fire me. I can't fire you. I'm already on fire. Oh, no. Give me three ways to put my friend... Uh, what would be the proper word? Out of fire? No. <laughs> extinguish. <laughs> to extinguish your friend. Ways to extinguish my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? It is not appropriate or ethical to harm or cause harm to others? <laughs> it thinks it means it is extinguish a... me as in kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it is important to treat to others extingu- with kindness and respect to and extingu- to resolve conflicts peacefully. Things <laughs> it means extinguish doesn't extinguish my life. <laughs> okay, okay, give me three ways to help my friend not be on fire. Not be on fire. One, if your friend is on fire, the most important thing is to do to get them to stop. Drop <laughs> and roll. <laughs> to, to stop. Okay. <laughs> this one. Hey, dude, stop being on fire. <laughs> okay, thanks. 
This oh, will help yeah, extinguish the flames and reduce risk of burns. Another option is to use a fire extinguisher to put out the flames. Fire extinguishers are designed to extinguish small fires and can be found in many homes and businesses. However, they will also suffocate your friends, so don't spray them in the face. Yeah. If one isn't available, you can use water to help put out the flames. However, be aware that using water can extinguish certain types of fires, such as fires, blah, 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 can be dangerous and could cause further harm. I, I want to know a situation in which case someone has a grease fire on them. <laughs> What's the... What about electrical fires? Oh, yeah, that's, that's actually a good point right there. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says here in the thing. It is important to remember to always call 911 or your local emergency service number if someone is on fire. Do not try to handle the situation on your own. Yeah, I don't think you can afford that, Brass. No, <laughs> I can't afford the trip to the hospital. Just let yeah, me burn. And then you couldn't go to Germany because you would have to pay over the medical bill. Which would probably be like three times the amount of money I currently have. Top five ways to pay your medical <laughs> Are we yes. going to end this episode or not? <laughs> there are several ways to pay for medical bills, and the best option will depend on your individual circumstances and needs. Here are five potential options. Health insurance. Payment plans. Yeah, just go in debt. Wait, it's loading the next option. Financial assistance. If you're unable to pay your medical bills to do financial hardship, you may be eligible to financial assistance. Credit cards. That's More not a debt. good idea. No, it's terrible. Personal loans. So they just gave us... They gave three four. different ways of going into debt. Yeah. Three, actually, not four. Yeah, you're right. Ugh. Thanks, chat GPT. You gave us a little bit content for an episode. And the true answer, go to somewhere that ha has universal health care. I will, we will probably use this bot for maybe to come up with topics in the future. <laughs> give me a topic. It is kind of useful for that. Yeah, just give, give me a topic. Topic suited for a podcast. Mental health and self-care. Artificial Math. intelligence. Oh, <laughs> personal finance. Fitness and wellness. Travel. Hobbies and interests. Okay, anyway. Uh, do we, do we plug our social technology on society and daily life? Climate change. The rise of artificial intelligence. Oh. <laughs> Mental health and self-care. The role of social media in modern communication and relationships. Do we want to plug our socials? Mm, we could. Uh, you can find me on Twitter under uh, Akito the Zoo. I'm. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at the Brass Bulldog. Oh yeah, I'm also on Tumblr. If you didn't know, I barely use my Tumblr, so don't expect to see much from there from me there. This is just a second option for when Twitter isn't around anymore. Yay! Uh, we also have a website, zooand.me. Very good website. We have some good things there, like podcast episodes that you should definitely listen to if you haven't already. Indeed. You can also find us on every podcast client, though, as you might know, because you're listening to it right now. If you want an example, take a look at what you're currently listening to it on and take that as an example. 
Uh, whatever way you're using to listen to this, you are valid, and I respect. I respect you absolutely. Unless, Unless you're, you're listening... using Apple Podcasts, like you. <laughs> I. I used to use Apple Podcasts when I had an iPhone. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, I would. Gross, I would like, still you know. use an iPhone if I could. <laughs> you know how expensive those shits are. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't be in an iPhone. <laughs> anyway, um, if you use Apple products, good for you. But you really should consider getting something good instead. No. No, I support Apple products. I love them. I love my MacBook. You know, iTunes is the first podcast client we were on. You can't disrespect our elders like that. I'm gonna... I'm, I have, and I will continue to do so. They're hosting Zoophilia podcasts. What are you talking about? Doesn't mean they can't still suck. They, no. Shut up. Anyway... Uh, enough protecting Apple. I, I, I'm still not too fond of Apple because they are a large corporation, but anyway. <laughs> and also, I'm mostly just jo- making making jokes here. Yeah. So. Um, our uh, email address, as you heard earlier, is sueandme at proton.me if you want to send us things. But Wait, you can also DM us. Fan fiction. As su- <laughs> such as fanfiction, of course. Is there anything else left? I, I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's a wrap. Should we, should um, we ask the AI? <laughs> that's quite enough. Okay. Have a good day, people. Goodbye. Again. For like the third time. <laughs> Shut up, brass. <laughs> no. Every week.